welcome, 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 podcast listeners. It is episode number 295 of the Fret Talk podcast. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. You are joined today by Mr. Lee. Say hi, Lee. Yo. Hey, hey, hey. You are also joined by Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Yeah. Matt in the house. Indeed. <laughs> Welcome back, Matt. It's only been a long Hello. week that you've had off, but... Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's it's a, a, a welcome back to Matt. How are we all, gentlemen? How are we? Yeah, not too bad. Mm. I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. Good, good, good. Yeah. We start these podcasts as we always do by... With a gigantic fart and a belch. Yeah, I mean, I have to edit those out, obviously. Um, like the consummate professional you are. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, the amount of editing that I did last week, shit, mate, it was horrendous. Um, was it really bad? Yeah, there was quite a bit. There was quite a bit. Mainly because, <laughs> look, our, our Josh had, had a cold. Like, he mentioned it at the start oh, of yeah. the, the podcast. Yeah. But every other sentence, there was cough, 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 or... <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that one out now. No, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just going to be you or and then silence. Yeah. I mean, it was in context, so yeah, people get the idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of the joke. But Stick a little reverb on it, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, delay. Oh, no. <laughs> and then start like twisting with the oscillation. Like, like, just come back in. I'll, I'll put like, nothing a, happens. the longest delay that I can put on it. And every so often through the podcast, you just get... <laughs> <laughs> a 10 minute delay <laughs> <laughs> really good that was right gentlemen let's let's talk about what we've been up to this week Lee I think we should probably start with yourself because it's been a little while on Pedalboards of Doom but you've uh, you've been hitting the videos hard haven't you like last yes. week we had the air step play was it is that what it's called yes it was the play yeah so did we talk about that last week I don't think we did you know Okay, so the play is a really interesting tool. It's a, um, it's not a pedal that's used for anything to do with your guitar. It controls your phone, and you can switch between, like, you can control YouTube basically with your feet. So when you're practicing, you can like uh, fast forward. You can set the AB points to loop uh, a certain part of it. You can slow it down. You can fast forward and rewind and all that sort of thing. It's very interesting. Um, it's useful. Um, do I use it? Not as much as I probably should, but then I, I've got a fairly set uh, training regime that doesn't usually involve um, like uh, like watching YouTube videos. Yeah. But when I was using it for that, I, I thought it was really, really good. See, I thought you were going to tell me like... It would be really useful during live performances when you want to watch YouTube videos, but you, your hands are obviously um, tied up by actually having to play the guitar. You could just like flick through the videos or like program it. Keep up to date with all those pedal releases <laughs> That's even it. when you're gigging. Program it to like a really big um, MIDI board, like be able to text with it, like, texting with your feet. Yeah, I mean, one of the it's, things I kind of uh, brushed upon in the video is that it it reaches further than guitarists um, because yeah. like, anyone who plays music who is a musician can use this. And I actually used it um, when I was reading a, a guide for I think it was like Mario sixty four or something or Zelda or whatever. 
and <laughs> I was just trying to like, you know how like they always go faster than you can because you're watching it and then catching up and stuff. Yeah, so I was using yeah. it for that. It was oh, quite handy. That's genius. <laughs> that like, I was about to say like, it sounds like the kind of thing that I would buy intending to practice use once and then it would like live next to my pc or next to my desk or whatever but actually for run throughs for games that i'm currently playing when i so i don't have to like put my switch down pick my phone up (laughs) scroll back a bit put my phone down pick my switch back up genius um, yeah where do i get one (laughs) you can buy mine if you want But it's it's also really good for like those like professional musicians who use sheet music. You can like yeah. flick through the pages of your scores and stuff without having yeah. to. Why don't they through. just learn to play by ear like the rest of us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's really cheap at the moment as well. It's like sixty nine quid. It's nice. Um, nice. Sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a there's a little bit in a video that I've uh, recorded this week which has exactly that. It mentions the number sixty nine and it goes nice. We are so grown up. We are. We are. Very it's much it's so. the law. It's the law. Even my missus, whenever the word sixty nine is uttered, will go nice. Yeah, yeah. Me and the missus look at each other and go nice. It's yeah, it's but... very good. My wife um, shared a a post. Um, she's doing a giveaway for her company at the moment. Just like she's giving away one treatment, so you know, getting better, get, doing it like on a share and a, a like sort of thing. And uh, it was about to reach like sixty nine um, shares. And I was like, you know what that means when it gets to sixty nine shares, don't you? And she was like, "What, darling? What exactly does that mean?" <laughs> <laughs> it's on. It's it's what on, did baby. You say it's when on. you were on loudspeaker the other day. Oh, something <laughs> fucking horrendous, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was what? about my wife because I said I had something about my wife. Uh, oh, I was um, talking about like the, whatever you said sounded like a euphemism for her fapping. <laughs> and he says, I like, "Yeah, I'm on, I'm on loud speaker." <laughs> you should have heard him backpedaling. Yeah. It, it, it was so cringy. It was so cringy. Hi, Mrs. Panabadabadabadu. That's it. Hi. Definitely didn't say so that. <laughs> no, I, I, I leaned straight into it. I says it's a completely natural, natural process. And <laughs> you know what? You, you can be hilarious. More yeah. power to you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, it was a. Yeah, good little phone conversation that was. Either the I believe. Oh, jeez. Right, so you you uh, released a video about something that was slightly more guitar related and a lot more um, exciting than the air step play. Yeah, yeah, a pedal that I've had on boards for a while. And hands up, I actually thought I'd release this pedal, uh, this video. So. Um, it was something I thought I released a few months ago and then realised <laughs> it was just sat there. And I, I, I told the guys over at OnePlur as well, but it was for the Pantheon Deluxe. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's a great little video because um, I watched it back today and I was like, yeah, it was a good one, that one. Um, really, really good pedal, very versatile. And I uh, strongly suggest you go and watch that one. I don't want to spoil it for you, but... Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a nice versatile little pedal as well, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it was. And um, yeah, today I've been working on um, doing some 
extra little filming for the Wampler Gearbox. So that'll be out uh, soon. Ooh. We've got the I've got a video coming out next week on uh, the Victory V4 amps where you can hear them in stereo. Nice. Um, which is nice. You can hear the Jack through one uh, can and the uh, Kraken through the other. And um, yeah, and then I've got the Wampler Frustration and a few other bits and pieces to work on, including Anna's Unyet Release Pedal. Very nice. Big company as well. So, yeah, that should be interesting. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I, uh, I am waiting with bated breath. <laughs> I, as if I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but shtum, keep in it shtum. In the fold, man. In the fold. This is like, this is you, like, look, look, fold in my hands and, like, and you're in there, you see. <laughs> Works great <laughs> on a podcast. That, great that for one. audio podcasts. That's it. I mean, you're right here probably right my here. fourth drink for the night so I apologise <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you carry on you carry on um, right Matt Matt what you've been up to this week you've been making some sound financial decisions haven't you I have yeah I got a bonus at work so I Wait, it, I paid off my credit card <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I thought bonus. that's where it was going yep. sorry no I got bonus from work so I paid off my credit card and immediately put the same amount back on <laughs> I mean, if you pay off a credit card but then put the same amount back on, does it really? Is that's like if a tree falls in the woods and no, no one's hear it? Yeah, because yeah. Like you have to like a certain amount of time to pay that amount off, and then like you 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 kind of like starting that timer again, aren't you? Yeah. So uh, like, the clock, motherfuckers. What I'll do is explain why. So I, I went to a guitar, I went to a practice with my AC15. Yeah. And the volume started jumping, and I was like, "That's weird. I've not touched anything." There's no foot switches plugged in, even if there was a thing for you to change channel, which there isn't because it's a single channel amp. Or it's two channel, but they're not switchable. So I walked over to it, and the master volume sometimes doesn't control any volume. (laughs) (laughs) Which means it jumps to max volume. It jumps to to max, well, it jumps to basically what your preamp volume is. And I was running it quite hot on the preamp and taming it with the master volume. And sometimes the master volume forgot to tame it. And would spin, and I would just be having full volume, and I was like, "Yeah, this isn't good." So it needs to go back to the the guy who had a look at it for me. Which, to be fair, he didn't charge me for any parts. He charged me to look at it, and he sorted the issue for a little while. I think it's just a dry socket, maybe. Yeah. Or I don't. Probably I mean, I, I think I think it's just jumping somewhere, or it, there's it's something's not connected properly, or I don't know. I don't know anything about electronics. It's fucked. It doesn't do what it's supposed to do all the time. Then when yeah. it warms up, it just does what it's supposed to do, which is really weird. And also, I don't think you're supposed to leave it to warm up if it's doing weird things, but I did anyway because I needed it for a practice and didn't have a spare with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. We've all um, been there. Fire comes into play, isn't it? It is, apart from the fact that my simplifier is on my desk here because I didn't <laughs> think I needed it for a practice. Also, um, I mean, I'd, I could have plugged into the PA speaker that the singer was using, but he'd probably be annoyed of it being in his face in a yeah. practice. So, and also not particularly great sounding without the simplifier. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't do that. So it was a case of I'm using the AC, but because that's playing up, and obviously I still haven't revalved the SV20 because you know yeah, valves are expensive yeah. and I'm lazy. Yeah, I mean, I learned that I'm not lazy, but I am lazy. Whatever. Um, so, so there's a I set of rules bought... to be lazy too, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so, I, so I decided to um, buy the bullet and just buy another ramp because... <laughs> of course you fucking you know, did. So I bought an AC-15. <laughs> <laughs> I bought an AC-15, but I bought the head version. Yeah. Um, so when the SV-20 is back up and running, I've then got the option to either take the AC-15 head or the SV-20 head. Also, it's if the AC-15 gets back up and running, I'll have the option to have an AC-15 with V-30s or an AC-15 through greenbacks, which gets slightly... V-30s, V-30s. Well, I mean, I love the V... Sorry, I love the greenbacks, and everybody is like, I should upgrade to the Alnico Blues or whatever, and is it Alnico Gold as well? But I really like it through the the greenbacks. But yeah, like the the head will go into a cab with V-30s in it, so... It's going to sound. I know it's going to sound good, but it's just it'll have different tonal qualities to the to the greenbacks. Yeah, I mean they they tend to be boxing to V thirties. It'll be fine. It'll be different. Yeah, I've just I've just never heard it. I just wonder what it sounds like. It would probably sound good. Like V thirties are quite a um, quite an adaptable speaker, aren't they? They they've got. um, Yeah, they seem to be much flatter than like the likes of the greenbacks and the um, what's the other one. They've got the Almicos. Oh, Creambacks as well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're all kind of along the same lines, aren't they? I have a Creamback and a V30 in my uh, Zillicab, and it sounds lush. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a, uh, a, a V30 in a broken amp somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I do as well. I've got that in my uh, Houston Kettner that's dead. Yeah. I need, to, <laughs> I need to rip that out and put it into something good, because... I might I might do it to the the PV actually because that's a twelve inch speaker, and if they're compatible, PV. my, my uh, classic there, because it's got like the uh, oh what do they call it? It's like the blue blue something or other. It's like a uh, yeah, it's a it's a Jensen clone, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, look, it doesn't look like the Jensen's. It doesn't have the massive bell on the back. Yeah, it's just like it... a standard speaker, but yeah. It's supposed to be voice like it, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I mean, it sounds good. It sounds really good. But I know that if I've got a V30 kicking about, it'll probably sound better. Yeah. So, I don't know. It'll, it'll change the whole characteristics of the amp. Like, it will do. Way. It will do. But I, I, like the, uh, I like that speaker in that amp. That, um, I'm not mentioning the amp out of pure, <laughs> pure <laughs> shame. It's uh, an old spider, spider valve, which... <laughs> In its defence, sounded good. Um, it was basically, yeah, it was basically like a, a a Bogner power amp with a pod attached to it, and that's fine. That's a fine sound, <laughs> but because it had the word "spider" attached to its name, people said, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and it still did have the insane mode. So I mean, swings it would do us. shit. <laughs> yeah, but it also did fine things. The well. insane mode. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, you I was talking, talking to someone about this on um, on my Insta today, actually, because they they like made a little little uh, remark about what they wanted to see at Nam this year was the insane mode as a plugin. <laughs> um, <laughs> but do you, like, do you remember the the Line Six Tone Core series? The the like the big grey like military looking boxes with the removable core bit. I think yeah. most of the time it's the Echo Park that you hear about because they were like the oh, Verbzilla. Yeah. Um, they did one called the Uber Metal, and that yes, had they did. Yeah, yeah. an insane mode on it. Like it was a three three way toggle, <laughs> and it had the insane mode, the Line Six insane mode. 
So <laughs> somewhere out there, if you really want the insane mode, you can get it portable. <laughs> it would probably be cheaper to actually just buy an old um, Line 6 amp and run that as a pedal. <laughs> I mean, not not the most convenient, but have, <laughs> how much of a flex would that be if your, t- if your pedal board was like three drive pedals running into an entire amp <laughs> then running it out into your modulation and whatnot it would yeah, be it'd be a flex seems up. a little bit ridiculous it does but i mean what about the insane mode is not ridiculous yeah fair okay i mean there so, is that so why not and yeah, but yes so i've bought an ac15 again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the, the crux of it is yeah I, i've bought a few amps to replace my or to either complement or replace my ac15 and i've come back around and bought an ac15 <laughs> does the does the ac15 have a loop no oh, i was gonna say you could get one of those insane mode insane mode pedals and like put it in the loop and then you got everything <laughs> i think you could ever yeah i mean i even so my sv20 does have a loop and i've got something else with a loop i can't remember what it is uh oh the origin has got a loop and yeah. I have never used them and will never use them and front end sounds fine, so why would I bother yeah. with extra cables and extra wiring on the board and it's just yeah, it's just it's too much hassle for me. Yeah. I'm I I am all about efficiency and compromise. <laughs> yeah, like the the fidelity that you get from running things into the loop isn't offset by the fact that you'd have to put so much more effort in. And yeah. it's a bore like to try and troubleshoot if something goes wrong. I th- and I think this, for the biggest thing for me is I don't tend to use a lot of preamp game. I think if I used preamp game, I would definitely use an effects loop. But because I get my game from pedals, if you just put them in front of the effects, it's the same as having an effects loop anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I think about running my DD500 back into the loops of the, um, the two uh, victory amps because they're all on the same board. So it might as you know goes in quite easily and then um, i've got a stereo running into the two different amps into the two different effects loops yeah but that used to run it you've got everything at your feet there haven't you yeah you're not having to to run multiple okay yeah exactly yeah 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 Yeah. to be fair actually the only time i ever have used a loop is in the simplifier (laughs) i've got i've got uh i've got a tc electronics uh hall of fame in the loop of my simplifier yeah, my because reverb. it's nice and convenient, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and if you had something that was like was an always on, like a reverb or whatever, you you could run it at the amp end. Yeah, and you just could stick a... it on top of the amp. Yeah, exactly. But the AC fifteen has built in reverb anyway, so so there you go. And it's probably probably a better reverb than a a digital rec- like recreation of a spring. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I've, I've done this... that, and then. Oh yeah, something yeah. else that you've bought. It kind of ties in with something that I've done, hasn't it? There is. So I have bought a Ritual Devices Grey Fuzz, yeah. um, which I tried at the the guitar show yeah. uh, back in Birmingham back in February. Was that? I can't remember now. Was it, it was March? February? February? Yeah. End of February, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and I had a bit of a chat with Wub then at the time, and um, yeah, then decided that one of the things I do with my bonuses get another fuzz pedal because I don't really have any apart from the Raise the Dead and the Fat Guy Little Coat. Yeah. Both um, one and, knob fuzzies, aren't they? Yeah, so I thought I'd, I'd, I'd really push the boat out and get a two knob fuzz and see, yeah, if I mean, I can, see if I can work it. Yeah. I mean, that is a 100% improvement. 
It's, it, I mean, it's definitely. I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent improvement because I, I like the idea of there is a good fuzz sound in this pedal. How much of it do you want? I think yeah. I think that is a, a really good. But venturing into slightly different characteristic fuzzes, and this is very much a case of you've got fuzz at the left and insane fuzz at the right, yeah. and and a, and a big sweep. Insane fuzz <laughs> though, not insane mode. Um, and and a volume control, so um, it's a little bit like it's not quite the same as like the fuzz faces where you, which I've had bef- uh, a Tate Effects fuzz face clone in the past, where realistically you wanted a, a, what's the second control on the fuzz face? It's called something weird. It's not gain or thing. It's just fucking weirdness. It's just tone and level. It's it's not though, is it? It's like it's fucking like impedance or bias. That's it. Bias. It's bias and volume. I think. Yeah. Or I mean, something, that, or bias that, and gain. A, that's a that's a Tater addition. That is because fuzz faces are a two knob as well. No, this was a two. Uh, so it's, oh, I can't remember now. It's yeah, so it's, long. It's, it's maybe volume it and th- fuzz on volume and fuzz on on a fuzz face, but bias is is a very different thing. Uh, I can't remember um, but yeah. then, but I do, I just remember it being really good if one of the controls was all the way up, and you use the other one to kind of complement it. Whereas. The ritual one works in a slightly different way, where like the volume is just literally like setting your volume, and then the fuzz all the way to the left is a gritty but usable fuzz, and on and like you just get more and more kind of ripping and tearing of the sound as you turn the the fuzzy goodness up. Yeah, it gets really crazy. What do you think of the big muff? Where are they called a gain sustain? I've never played a big muff in my entire life. I think it's weird to call it sustain, but yeah, I've never played a big muff. Okay. I mean, so, theoretically, you know, it's what it does. Distortion. It's a yeah. distortion. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've, I have heard that. And actually, to be fair, I've just bought a the parts for making a big muff because my dad wants to get into pedal building because he wants something to to, uh, to take up some of his time now that he's retired. So if, if he wants fair to build enough. some pedals, he can build some pedals. So he's going to... Have a, have a go at the Jed's Peds um, distortion plus. No, I'm going to do the, the, the distortion plus, and then whatever his Gilmore sounding muff is. Okay. I mean, during that last uh, last sentence, you were you were saying how your dad's retired and you've bought him muff. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't live with me mum anymore. <laughs> They're separated. Get, you get lonely. <laughs> Got to give him a hobby. On some fuzzes, it's called attack, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. Tone benders. Yeah, the tone benders, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it by any other name, isn't it, is is a rose as sweet. It's the same, same <laughs> fucking thing, isn't it? It's the same control, just different, different marketing spins on it. So, this is the question now, Matt, because I, like, one of the things that I, I've done this week is finalise a video that's not going to be out for a couple of weeks on pedalboard to do. But I'll give you a little kind of sneak preview here as to what it's about. It's about the um, the perfect way to stack fuzz and overdrive together. So we've been arguing the point of, is fuzz into overdrive or overdrive into fuzz the best way of doing it? And Matt, which way do you do it? So I do it two ways depending on what I'm using it for. And if I'm using it live, because I like the extra volume boost, I will put it after a drive pedal. However, I don't think that's where it sounds best. I think if you run the fuzz pedal, 
into the front of your drive sound, you get a better sound from it. Cool. There we I go. Just, yeah, like I, I, I was playing around. I had basically have been running it either before or after the Messiah into my simplifier on my desk, which again, it's a headphone amp, so it's not getting the reactions of a valve and like yeah. I've not been trying it. But through there, it sounds really like the ritual, really, really like the ritual. Um, and yeah, just it pushing the front end of the the Messiah is definitely the better of the two sounds, especially when you're on the the heavier mode of the Messiah anyway, and you're just making that kind of raucous, yeah, just really yeah, loud, fuzzy, angry sound. Yeah, you're giving it more gain than it can handle. Yeah, and it, and it starts to glitch out and, yeah. Yeah, you get that kind of farty bottom end where it just... It just sounds like all of those old recorded Hendrix tunes where he was just running. It was just gunning an in, like an entire set of Marshall stacks with yeah, whatever pedal he had. Pushing to it with whatever yeah. fuzz pedal he could find on that weekend. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the, the, the fuzz pedals back then weren't particularly high gain, were they? They were like germanium things that were kind of like a, like a mid um, mid gain overdrive, but with this kind of hard clipping edge but that in front of a an already log driving martial amp sound is just glorious yeah yeah no absolutely and like i say the uh the ritual like it came through with a handwritten note from Wub because you remember chatting to me at the guitar show which is always lovely when you get that kind of touch it actually um as well i messaged him on on instagram going i was looking at getting a gray fuzz but it seems to be out of stock on your website and he's like I've got four on my desk. Hang on a minute. And something had gone wrong on the back end of his website. Um, so he had to kick kick that into gear before I could pick it up. So, yeah, it just seems like a lovely guy and pedals really good. And if I wasn't scared of all of the controls, I might try a Grimalkin. But, like, <laughs> there's too many controls. Like, going from one to five is too many. I'll, I'll go from one to two and then maybe I'll try a three, no, three knob fuzz in about three years' time. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put that one in the calendar. It depends on how long it takes your mo- your, your dad to uh, finish that uh, big muff. Yeah, I mean, I that hasn't even arrived at for me at me yet, and then it'll take me three months to take it around to his, and then it'll you take me at least another three months. <laughs> yeah, and it'll take me at least another three months to go around you and pick it up, it, even yeah. if he has collected it. So yeah, yeah. but we'll see. That I can't I can't even remember what that is. It's based on one of the Gilmore. I don't know whether it's the actual old. Is it, was he triangle? Or was he triangle, Ram's yeah. head? Yeah, triangle, yeah, so yeah the best. Triangle's triangle. the um, first one, and it's uh, it's the most uh, distortion like. Yeah, yeah, it's the one that the um, the uh, what, what's four piece one called? The muffroom cloud. cloud. No, no, it's that's not. the old names. That's All the old out cloud. Name. Yeah, yeah. His one's good though, isn't it? Like the the Thorpe. Honestly, I, I, it's one of the best fuzzes I've ever played. Yeah, it's a good one. But it's also quite a pricey one, so like you, you must really like that. Not sound as if you expensive want. as an OG triangle muff, though, because they are fucking expensive. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, they've been around for seventy years and survived, or fifty <laughs> years and survived, or fifty. I don't know. Remember, we're in twenty twenty three now, so. You're closer to 2050 than you are to 1980. <laughs> I think, I no, think the triangle muff came in the early 70s. No, I know. We're, we're, I'm two years off. But... <laughs> right. 
Well, we've pontificated a little bit. I'm going to just finish off what I've uh, what I've been doing this week, and then we're going to go into a little something something. I know Lee is very excited for this one. Um, so I I did the uh, the fuzzing to drive um, video, which is not out for a couple of weeks yet. I will. What I might do for that is put a poll up in the pedal boards of Doom uh, YouTube page. Put a flag on the top of it. Okay. Um, you can like jump up and then you can get the flag and then you can oh, slide down and yeah. go into the castle. <laughs> Yahoo! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely do that. Uh, <laughs> but I also, um, I've been talking about the um, the Blind John Guitars Gent, which is uh, their take on the Esquire. I think I talk, I've talked about it on the Patreon. I don't think I've mentioned it on the, um, the actual podcast yet. Um, I got sent through that to basically have a go and see see what I thought of it and do like a little demo review. And that will be out in, on Friday. Spoilers, it's it's fucking good. <laughs> um yeah, it's 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 a really cool guitar and it's highlighted to me the fact that Fender don't do something comparable in the Fender range until you get to custom shop. Which we're talking like four, 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 four I think it's four. Yeah. So around four thousand five hundred. It's strange how it kind of does this full circle. Like the, the guitars that you get in the cheapest Squire range tend to be mirrored only at the custom shop range. Like, well, they they do it across the Squire range. So they've got like the really really cheap ones, the ones that we were mentioned last week. The I can't remember what they were called, like the core range or whatever it is. But then they do <laughs> they do it in. The uh, the classic vibe as well. They do a classic vibe Esquire for about three hundred ish quid, twenty quid, which, yeah. which is cool. Like it's really cool. Like well set up, good sounding pickups, feels good. But then they don't don't do anything in Fender until you get to the Brad Paisley Esquire, which isn't a real Esquire because it's got a neck pickup. <laughs> like it's it's got a hidden neck pickup under the uh, under the pickguard, so it's basically a Telecaster, but just looks like an Esquire. And then. You'd get... call it a cheeky Esquire. <laughs> I'd I'd call it a bastard telly, is what I'd call it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's, it's like giving well, you a wink, isn't it? Well, the, the, it, it, I'm pretty sure the early Esquires came in one and two pickup versions anyway. They that, were, that's they not were the difference, weren't they? No, there was, there's there's a different thing. That's the difference between a telly and a and a and a, a Esquire. I'm pretty sure. I, 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 I read an article at some point. I'm I'm right. gonna Google it. Okay, uh, but but yeah, you, types. So. Like regardless, what you, like the archetypal Esquire is, is what you think is single bridge tele pickup, and then like a three way switch between like all like all of the controls apart from the volume are disabled, so you, you get a brighter bridge pickup tone. Mate, mate, we call it differently abled now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for going there, Lee. Um, so, the bridge pickup without any of the tone option to make it a brighter pickup. You get the middle position, which gives you uh, volume and tone. And then the neck pickup, where it bypasses the, the tone control, but gives you a 0. 0.005 cap, which basically is like the all the tone rolled off and then some. So it was supposed to emulate like the tone of a bass guitar. Mm. Um, yeah. 
Uh, so you can you almost use the middle position as like your tone preset. So you set your tone to kind of midway, so it's a little bit dark. Didn't we talk about this last week? No, we talked it on the on the page. Oh. Um. So yeah, like that, that setup's really cool. I really enjoyed the guitar, and you'll you'll get to hear it on the on the demo. Uh, really, really reminded me of Led Zeppelin because all of the good Zeppelin tunes were recorded on a Telecaster. <laughs> it's true. It's um, true. I hate I hate yeah. that, but it's true. <laughs> so like you'll definitely hear some um, Zeppelin style stuff in there, um, and it's cool. yeah, it's all good. It does, however, mean that because the the demo is out now. I'm having to give the guitar back. Which you are sad about. I am. It, it doesn't mean that I'll get my floor back a little bit because I've got, I've got too many guitars. I've just got... Why I've, are you putting guitar and guitars on the floor? Because look, it's the case, it's, it's in a hard case and I've got no space for a hard case. I see. So it's right, propped okay. up against the other, the other cases that are kind of smushed into a corner but are invading the rest of the room. I've got guitar cases at the moment st- stored in the kitchen because there's nowhere else for them. My yep. partner loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm lucky enough to have a room that I just primarily use to put my guitar cases in. Nice. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's such a step up from my <laughs> old house, which was about the size of a postage stamp. <laughs> I yeah, mean, theoretically, me if I wanted to get rid of some of the hard cases, I could like put them up in the loft and have the guitars on the rack or like hanging against the rack, but it's it's not viable. It's just yeah. not viable. Um, but yeah, so that's that's how this week we've got a return of the feature. Right. So the reason why I wanted to do a return of this feature, not because Lee absolutely loved it last week, is because I wanted to kind of prove to myself that it was just Lee and Josh who know absolutely no lyrics in songs. Uh, so we're going to try I don't this listen week. Listen to lyrics, man. It's, I listen <laughs> to the melody. That's fine. I'll I'll try next week to do like a badly translated melody. We'll see how that works. <laughs> no, what you want to do is read out the melody in middle C, A over middle C, G. I mean, if we want a if we want a segment that really turns people off the podcast, that would be it. right. So I'd we've probably got... be better at that than I would be at this. I think I would be. <laughs> Right, this is a return of Hit Me With Your Pet Shark. Um, right, so Which is my favourite Pat Benatar song. Indeed. I, th- I like uh, the one that was on Pitch Perfect too. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck, what was it? Um, we Belong Together. It's a tune. Pat Benatar had some wicked tunes, to be fair. Um, right, so your first, your first badly translated lyric today. Very satisfied with my name. Very satisfied with my name. This is a uh, this is a classic, classic tune. Very satisfied. This is far more difficult than the <laughs> space on it. You are than when it, yeah, yeah. Good. In my head immediately went uh, superstitious, but I don't think it's that. It's my head n- went to earlier than that. Did. Puppy love. No, I, I <laughs> no, don't sorry. know why. And very, I can't, I can't get it satisf- out of my head, head, head now. Yeah, the end of it, with my name, fixate on that. Fixate that. Very satisfied with my, with my name. Earlier than superstitious. 
Oh, oh, uh, um, oh, fuck the go stones. On. Um, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Go, go, go on, go on. Ah. The stones. Yes, yes. Yeah. Woo! He got it. He got it. Woo! Sympathy for the devil. What's Pleased the actual line? Because what? Uh, yeah, hope, yeah. Hope you guess my name. Yeah, my name. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Right. Oh, this one. Really. Maybe I'm getting this, how this works. This one, yeah. Maybe you are. You're going to learn to love it. It's like Stockholm Syndrome. From the Swedish <laughs> chap. Oh, yeah. Now that's a good song. <laughs> right, so this one, this next one. Uh, I'm going to give you an era for this one. Um, early 80s, but from a band you don't think about in the 80s. You do not need training. You do not need training. You do not. I had a tiger? It's not I had a tiger. So the song is in D minor. We're talking about a 70s band. Yes, we are. We've mentioned them before in this podcast. Yeah, so it's obviously Zeppelin, but you do not need training. Is it, is it Zeppelin? It doesn't, if, it, if it's Zeppelin, I I'm not getting it because I hated everything they did after fucking Led Zeppelin 4. No, they, they, they they're well disbanded fucking... by the 80s. Don't worry, don't worry. Um... <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. did Bottom die in nineteen eighty? They can't. Yeah, okay. So yeah, it's, it's, it can't be the Stones again. No, it's not the Stones. What was the? What's the phrase? You the do Beatles not need oh, no. training. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, you don't need no education. It's uh, part two. You thingy. Pink Floyd. I Gilmore. Yeah. For the triangle moth. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> you do not need training. Yeah. Another brick in the wall part two. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need no education. No okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. This next one you're going to get. It's much easier in the car. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, no. I've only given you four. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Make one up. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, this next one Kelly Home, Alabama Blue. Kelly home, I mean, Alabama blue. It's like he's having a stroke or something. Like that. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly home, not, Alabama blue. And I think it's somewhat contagious. I, like Sweet Home Alabama doesn't have anything about blue. Where the sky is so blue. Kelly Holmes. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. What's Kelly Holmes got to do with the fucking Sweet Home Alabama? <laughs> Sweet Home. She's, she's a fucking <laughs> septathlete in the mid two thousands. Uh, yeah, it's not Kelly Holmes. It's <laughs> Kelly Home. Kelly Home, Alabama. Kelly Jones. <laughs> right, um. right, just give me a sec. Just give me a sec. I'm gonna. I'm, I'll give you another one. I will, honestly. Uh, right, this is the one that I thought would be really, really fucking tough. Um, the Go business. On. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's not the business. The blindness is dangerous. The blindness is dangerous. Blindness is dangerous. You can't see. So, much, much later than the last song. Well, I say much later. Kind of decade. At least. At least. Radiohead or something like that? Oh, look, real, real close. Wrong continent. Radiohead British. Radiohead are British. <laughs> Radiohead British. <laughs> I, I, I mean, their output is unlistenable, so I don't know anything about Radiohead. Oh, Radiohead are really good. They're like a shit muse. 
Whoa. Like some would argue. I just thought I'd say something really controversial because we're not doing a hot take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the touch paper and run. So we're looking for an American band from the mid-90s. Yeah, early mid-90s. Could be Africa. Sorry, Star- what was... Okay, the blindness what, it, is dangerous. It's going to be Nirvana. It's Nirvana. Okay, okay. which one? Um, it's not going to be heart-shaped box. This is dangerous. Yeah, okay, so it's... A, yeah, it's it, a, it, yeah, it's... Come, uh, yeah. Okay. It smells like Teen Spirit. It smells like Teen Spirit, yeah. Okay. With the lights out, it's less dangerous. Yes. Because the oh. blindness is dangerous. <laughs> okay. Right, your final one. Your final one. It sounds like someone who doesn't know what the lyrics are is making the lyrics up. <laughs> it yeah, it sounds like... They've they've got the gist of the song, but they're just trying to like grasp like grasp at the the meaning because they've forgot the actual words. You know yeah, I, this this I, reminds I, me of a time when my <laughs> daughter she was she was about two and she uh, said to me and my wife she went I want to watch Willow and Bob and we were like you want to watch what darling and she went Willow and Bob and we were like what and she just got in a right strop and she was stamping her feet and she wanted to watch Willow of Bob and she was screaming at us and she wanted to watch the Wizard of fucking Oz. <laughs> this is what this is. Yeah, Willow of Bob. I think we Bob. might we might change this to Willow of Bob rather than hit me with your pet shark. Right, your final one. My son is a child. My son is a child. 1982. My son is a child. This is an iconic like there was an iconic performance of this that made this person's career. My son is a child. Originally part of a five-piece band. Then Michael Jackson. Okay. My son is a child. Oh, Billy Jean. Is Billy Jean? Yeah. Is Billy Jean? Yeah. The kid is not my son. My yeah. son is a child. Funnily enough, all of our sons are children. <laughs> I just. I... Initially, when you said this, I thought somebody had translated the songs into one language and then translated them back. But that hasn't happened for to get to some. So this is just somebody really badly trying to. Yeah. Into, no. In, so it's gone from one language, look, from from the original language into another language, then from that language into another. Yeah, it's gone three back. or four times. Yeah. yeah. Like I really enjoyed the um, the Tom Petty one last week. I got that. Oh, it's brilliant. That one, isn't it? Because yeah. that opening line is so yeah. wet and drivelous and filled of fucking nonsense yeah. that you can't... It's exactly that. This it's is, exactly this is that. it. I know, I know the... the <laughs> da, 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 da. I haven't got a fucking clue what he's saying. It's, uh, but the, the she's a good girl. And in my head. I don't care. She loves her mama. The, the, yeah, loves Jesus and America too because, you know... Yeah. Because America, America. America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like he starts I, I, singing about like not wearing any pants. <laughs> don't know. It looks tangential, that isn't it? Have you seen that that um, that meme that's going around about the song that Kid Rock did for Osmosis Jones, where he's singing about young oh, lady, yes, young girls? Fucking hell! Yeah, Why he's... did that get in a film? I've not got a clue. Kids, I've got a clue. my kids have don't... watched that. I, I've seen a lot of people kicking off about Kid Rock, and I was like, I thought we hated him twenty years ago. Yeah, why, why do we still? Why do we? Why do we still think he's? Oh like, why God. is anybody acknowledging him at this point? You, he, you he, know how he's bad a bit Axel Rose Kate Hopkins looks. 
Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, he's no. trying to make himself relevant by, like, this week he was shooting at um, Bud Light cans because they had rainbows on them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, take, every, every... take that, the woke left. My, my, the hilarious <laughs> thing, like, obviously, yeah, Bud Light have got the rainbow on there, and all, all these uh, Americans were going, oh, I'm moving to cause light and cause light on their twitter put up a massive post we were the first first ones to employ gay people in uh, in this kind of industry first ones to do this we're the first one to, to we, we funded one of the first lgbt pride marches in this city this city this city this city this city like yeah they're just yeah if you if you don't like lgbt people go away yeah i think i think that is that's um that's a good thing for life really yeah. isn't it but like that's 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 instructions for living in in today's <laughs> day and age if you don't you like the lgbt nice to say don't say anything at all yeah How many it, times like, I mean, did your grandmother say that yeah but there was there was a hint behind like that generation where it was if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it unless it's about like certain minorities then <laughs> Completely openly, <laughs> openly say it to them. I mean, you should have heard my name kicking off when an Irish family moved in next door. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, yes. And just sitting here listening to it, and I was just like, you just know uh, that sort of age when you're about thirteen, you kind of think, yeah, it's ain't wrong here. It's ain't for me. This like racism, yeah. not for me. Thank you. They were really nice. <laughs> yeah, and it's that, isn't it? It's just like if you get to give people a, a chance. They can be really nice. And if someone's not nice, it's not because of the colour of their skin or because they like dicks or like vaginas or whatever. It's because they're assholes. And you get assholes yeah. on all sides of the fence. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I do remember one one chap I worked for who was Indian. He accused me of being a uh, racist because uh, I didn't like him. I was like, no, 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 no. Please no, no. please no, yeah. no, no. You're just a yeah. cunt. Yeah, don't, don't get this mistaken. I have absolutely no problem with your ethnicity or your race or your religion. I just hate you. Yeah. You're allowed to dislike someone. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Many people dislike me. That does not mean they're a racist for anything I stand for. No, not at all. Not at all. Like, hate, hate people for, the, for them, yeah. not for yeah. their, their circumstances. And likewise, oh. love them for who they are as well. And that's an option as well. <laughs> Can I just not just hate bastard. everything and everyone? Because yeah. that's what I've done for the last thirty-one years. Can I just not just keep doing yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> keep, yeah. Stay the course, Matt. <laughs> I mean, that's equal opportunities in and of itself, isn't it? If you hate everyone equally, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Simon from JSA is very much, uh, very much on that thing, like that train. He he hates people, um, and I get it. I get it. Just, I understand. <laughs> Especially when I drive. Fuck me. Oh. Uh, never, never does my hate for humanity come out more. Especially people who drive BMs. Yeah, my, my missus doesn't, doesn't often like driving just because... Uh, sorry, she doesn't drive, so she doesn't like getting in the car or van with me very often because if anybody does anything that I wouldn't have done, they're immediately the worst human on the planet. Oh, and yeah. will get a string of abuse from me for not doing whatever that I think they should have done. Yeah. 
And I'm not yeah. like that in any other part of my entire life. Like, I'll rant about people, but I won't just actively, like, get really pissed off instantaneously because you didn't make the exact choice that I would have made at that time. <laughs> <laughs> Driving, all that's out the window. No, you do what I do, or I've had to change what I was going to do, and it's your fault, and I hate you forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. look, very, very Anakin Skywalker moment, isn't it? <laughs> I hate you! <laughs> yeah, I, I used to have very bad road rage to the point where you know getting out of the car and stuff like that and i just you just can't live your life like that you just, you just can't yeah no yeah. Like, I've, I've never ended up getting out of the car but over here if i got out of the car i like the local bobbies would be around in five minutes because everyone knows everyone yeah it's a bit, right. di- yeah. bit different in a big big different in a big city in the uk where you're never going to see that person again Whereas where over here, that person is going to go home and text his brother who works for the police. And yeah. <laughs> then, then give, you, give them my registration number and they'll be around in five minutes. So like, you're yeah. in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, ha- I have done the opposite where like someone has been like, just been a dickhead and they've got out of the car and then I've got out of the car and I'm six foot three and they've got back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I haven't said anything. I've just got back in. My yeah, you just, like, <laughs> I just had to get yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, we cool now. Thanks. Yeah, let's go. Right, let's do some news anyway, gentlemen. Let's yeah. do some news because news. I've got I've got news. some uh, like breaking news uh, stuff. Uh, Snap is, is barely news. If Electro Harmonics, <laughs> you're not JHS. selling this. T- no. It, Electroharmonics and JHS have teamed oh, up to pre-release the Lizard Queen Octave Lizard Queen. Distortion, um, and it's a free knob fuzz distortion. Free knob, it's a basically a big muff with an octave on it, um, done by two companies. Next news, we've got. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we officially mentioned it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So this, this I think is actually. Oh, just not my mic. Don't worry. The editor will get that one. <laughs> right. So the next news <laughs> I, I think is actually quite big news. Um, so free knob, reverb, top mounted jacks. It's called The Traveller. It's by Matthews Effects. And uh, it's got three modes to it. You've got a modulation, so modulated reverb. You've got a shimmer reverb. And you've got a vintage reverb. Three uh, knobs, a mix. M, which I'm guessing is modulation or like the amount of that uh, particular characteristic. Yeah, the so, mod. Yeah, exactly. For so it, yeah. like the vintage is spring, so you'll you get more of a drip and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, springiness, yeah. Exactly. And feedback's obviously the length. Yeah. All on paper. That sounds really, really cool. It's about $120, £120, something along those lines. What is very interesting about this is it's actually MIDI capable. Say what? Fully MIDI capable, six presets. You can't access them from the front of the pedal. So if you just want to buy a cool reverb pedal that's in that sort of budget price range, um, like the ones we spoke about the other day, like the Walrus ones and stuff like that, um, then this will look a lot, lot better. Let me just share a screen with you guys so you can see how cool this looks in comparison. Well, not just in comparison, it just looks cool in general. It means I'm gonna have to lean over and press the button. Press that button, baby. I really need uh, one of those air step plays, then I so I could, I've got like <laughs> yeah. a screen click button. <laughs> hey, that looks pretty cool. Like a, a nautical um, exactly. compass. You got like this. On it. 
big crackeny looking thing coming up the side and it's a uh, the, the the main body of the pedal is kind of like a sand color but the um you've got very almost pastel yeah it's pastel like uh pastel yellow and pastel blue on there as well and the knobs are brown so it, it just all in all it looks really really cool yeah it's got a striking yeah. aesthetic yeah yeah but no other pedal that i know of and at this price price range has midi um and allows you to control all the features and call up six presets this is a game changer. how's it doing midi is it t- uh, trs like mini jack trs Yes, and it's um, just MIDI in, not MIDI through. Okay. Rick, 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 Rick. Well, well I, I mean, it's to keep, I assume that's to keep the price down though, isn't it? Like at the end of the day, this is a 130 yeah. quid pedal. Like, Yeah, it's ridiculous, um, ridiculous amount of features for 130, because 130 quid, you're kind of knocking on the door of the uh, the Hall of Fame there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about it. Like like we mentioned, the um uh the walrus ones, you've you've got the JHS one or the three series, but they're not they don't capable. have the, the features, and they don't have the features that this would have. It's just a one style of um reverb, isn't it? Yeah, the the um the walrus the ones are three style. Okay, so the walrus ones would be similar to this, but like the, the three series isn't. And like you say, at the end of the day, MIDI often puts me off buying pedals because it's made the pedal too expensive. Yeah. This this has MIDI but is in the same price bracket as, like you say, the Walrus one. It, it's fighting in that price bracket with the Hall of Fame. And if it sounds good, yeah, it's not too expensive because of the, the MIDI capability. Which yeah, it's I what you expect a, a reverb pedal to cost, isn't it? Yeah. So it, it's, it, it's advertising not just to you um, MIDI-obsessed corner of the the world but it's open to the rest of us without inconveniencing us it's a really really cool idea and even if you do buy it just to use it as a a reverb it does that and if you eventually kind of upgrade into a midi setup then um it's ready to go it's midi capable you know it's yeah not great with you yeah yeah Yeah. I, i mean this is this this really kind of messes with the industry a little bit Especially if he starts going down the route of doing other pedals that are like uh, and that sort of thing, because he he's very into his MIDI. Is, is Rick Rick Matthews? He like has uh, his own um, MIDI switches and stuff like this. Yeah. So yeah, very 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 cool. He's even got this like whole section of his website dedicated to med- MIDI. So yeah, um, I Someone would. Has to, don't they? Yeah, I would very, very strongly suggest going and checking out the Traveller by uh, Matthew's Effects. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds Next good. up, we have... Um, we mentioned the Strandbergs. Oh, no, we can mention the Strandbergs. Right, can we mention okay. the Strandbergs. Do you want to mention the Strandbergs, or shall I mention my uh, friends over at Strandberg and Strandbergity? I think you already are. So, yeah, carry on. <laughs> okay. So, every now and then... The guitar gets dinged. I fall gets apart. Dropped. Huh? And I need you now, tonight. Tonight. And I need, need you more than ever, ever. <laughs> Oh, shit, man. <laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> right. Okay, so, yeah, every now and then, a... <laughs> fall apart, yeah. <laughs> and I need you now, tonight. <laughs> are, we, are we just going to go around in this circle again? <laughs> Oh, We're dear. in a loop. Shit. 
Somebody yeah. turned the delay paddle off for fuck's sake. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> it was. It. Right, so <laughs> guitars get dinged in, in the factory and stuff like that. And yeah. rather than throw them away, some companies um, just paint a thick paint a gloss over them and set them off as a certain color and yeah. uh, some companies talk about that some companies don't strandberg are and what they're doing is they are selling them off as the uh rescue d um and they're Give coral me pink. in your arms rescue d <laughs> <laughs> oh do you know what do you know what All right quite typical i asked rick matthews do you have the press release for that? So I could got all the details and he is literally just now just said, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I'll send it over. <laughs> well, who late? <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the internet now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, often these guitars, these, uh, Bowdens, um, are about two to three grand. I, I think my yeah. one's about two and a half grand. These oh, shit, are good. Then, aren't they? Uh, one thousand six hundred and uh, sorry, yeah, one thousand six hundred and fifty approximately. So yeah, they are good, good chunk of money off. Yeah, it's about a grand off. They are a very, very, very baby pink. Like you would not be surprised to see uh, Aqua <laughs> wearing these colours. <laughs> it's like the Machine Gun Kelly guitar, isn't it? Yeah, a bit. Yeah, it's got like the. Um, it's not uh, ebony. It's uh, rich light, isn't it? Rich light um, yeah. board, and yeah, rich says so rich light for, uh, with a m- maple uh, neck. Yeah, um, maple yeah, maple top, and they are. I mean, my one sounds amazing. It's pretty much identical to this, other than it's not pink. Um, my one's just uh, a natural one, and uh, yeah, it's almost identical to that. Lovely. Yeah. And they're coming in six, seven, and eight strings. Um, and the I think the eight strings are about uh, 1,850. And the uh, six strings, like I said, are about 1,650. So, yeah, excellent. I strongly suggest that everyone goes out and buys them because I absolutely love mine. I play it every day, and it's just oh, so good. It just changes your playing all over. Matt, shush. So... <laughs> look, uh, look seriously in the patreon remind me to say what i was going to say here <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean like every aspect of these look at the knobs that they got a little little strandberg sign on them and stuff yeah they, they are just every little aspect of these are just designed down to the to the little bolts and everything oh they're just so good so yeah yeah go and get one okay yeah. Universal Audio, you know they have the the first three pedals they released, released, which was the Golden Reverberator, the Starlight Echo Station, and the Estra Modulation Machine. Then they brought out the <laughs> amp ones. Sure. <laughs> we talked about them. I we remember did. them. We, yeah, I know we talked about them. I, I definitely wouldn't have been able to tell you. I couldn't have told the you names. the names of them. And I, I remember they were a thing, and I remember they did an amp fairly recently. Isn't it like a... a, a, a contender with not not particularly the quad cortex but it's that kind of fancy amp sim thingy isn't it in a box yeah so they've done uh these three you've got the dream 65 the ruby 63 and the woodrow 55 i tried a couple of them out recently 
um, when I was down in Malmo, uh, and they were they were nice. They were cool. They are uh, very interesting once you got them going. I tried them with a very expensive Les Paul, and now today, just a couple of hours ago, they have announced the Max, the Del Verb, nothing to do with only fools and horses, and the Galaxy, nothing to do with Star Wars. So, um. The Max. It can't be. It says seventy four tape echo. And the first Star Wars was seventy seven, so it's definitely nothing to do with Star Wars. Take that, Universal Audio <laughs> and, and Spice Girls. So, so the, the Max <laughs> is a dual compressor. Matthew is well into this. Why the fuck do you need a dual compressor? Bearing in mind that what is this for? Two different styles of country music. Well, uh, yeah, actually, because on both sides you've got you can choose between a Dynacomp, a seventy six, and their um, the LA thirty or whatever, whatever it's called. I can't remember. Um, and you can set up the Dynacomp. You can have two Dynacomps on either side and run them into each other. You can run them parallel as well, so you can. Run... Oh, whoa, why would you do that? Oh, yeah, all I of this mean, is just nonsense. I'm not a bass player. Squishy, squish, squish. <laughs> I mean, you uh, get enough of that from a Dynacomp. Yeah, I you don't know. need to run two Dynacomps. Two two eleven seventy sixes running in in um, into each other. Stack them. They sound wicked. In fact, uh, uh, sorry, Origin brought out the seventy six stacked version. What was it called? I can't remember. Very, very good. Was it the slide rig? No, it wasn't the slide rig. It was another another type. Uh, anyway. 152. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, this looks interesting. It's got a lot of um, stuff you can do with it. And also, all of these pedals have Bluetooth capability and you can control them with an app, which is really simple to use from your phone. So you can go through and do that. The Del Verb is actually all the best bits, the bus tones from... It's the... a phaser and a flanger in a pedal. <laughs> it's the golden reverberator and the starlight echo station. It's the best tones out of that delay and that verb um, into one pedal. So that's why you call it del verb, delay verb. Um, very interesting colour. It looks like it should be on a Mustang or something, doesn't it? Like, as in the guitar, not a... <laughs> not the car. I mean, it looks like um, Dave Grohl's guitar's colour. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's Pelham Blue. Yeah, and then the oh, Galaxy. The Galaxy's got an interesting story behind it. So uh, a few years back, um, Universal Audio and Roland got together to make a plugin that was officially to sound like the RE two hundred one. Yeah, and now they've put that plugin into a pedal. So you've got the Galaxy, but. The um, to boss, no. boss have brought out their own RE twos, <laughs> whatever two hundreds and stuff like that. So it's it's a bit it's a bit of a, a question there, isn't it? What, what's going on here? A Roland behind it? A Roland in on it? Or or are they just trying to get a piece well, of the pie? I assume I assume Universal be. Audio licensed the plugin, and there was an agreement in that that they could do what they want with the plugin. So maybe they're not. It depends on what was in that contract. Yeah, it really does. Uh, what gets me about these pedals is they have all the capability to have presets. In fact, the earlier pedals, like the uh, the Astro, the Starlight, and the Golden Reverberator, which I've used them as well. They're really good. They are very, very, very good pedals, very high quality. These had a single preset on them. Right? Then the, um, the Amp ones had a single preset on them as well. So you could go between the preset and one other, whatever the knobs were on at the time. 
these ones don't have presets and they don't have MIDI, but they have all the technology in them that they could easily have MIDI. So I'm a bit disappointed by that. I've heard down the grapevine that they, they could all be upgraded up. So, you know, updated via USB to, um, to have MIDI capability or presets. Why Surely they need an, an in out because not everybody wants MIDI. I mean, mm. but people <laughs> buying the stuff of this sort of quality just mind blown there. Just, no, yeah, I, like, I know what you mean. I, if you if you're I, buying Universal Audio stuff, yeah, you kind of expect those bells and whistles, don't you? Anyway, gentlemen, it is we're we're talking like over an hour now, so we can okay. we can wrap up and hit the poach. Um, before we do that, we're gonna. Extend a thank you to our listeners who have made it this far. You are awesome. We're going to extend a bigger thank you to our special Patreon backers. For as little as $2 a month, you can be part of this exclusive crew. They are as follows. We've got Mr. Andrew Bimpson of Rising of the Lights. We've got Mr. Doug Christ of 37 Effects of Masters of the Cinematic Universe and of the Just Surprise Me podcast. We've got Mr. Hugh G-Rection. We have got Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups. We've got Mr. Brian Gare of the Toe Jerks podcast, the Second Button podcast, and Off the Rails podcast. And we have got Mr. Ross Philpotts. Oh, yeah. That's our, that's our bunch. Uh, if you want to find me online, I am Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. You can find me at Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube slash Budget Pedal Chap. YouTube is the home to the No Talk All Tone series. And if you look very, very closely on the community tab, you'll see we got new merch. Woo, we got new merch. I'm actually merch. wearing one now. Merch. Indeed. It is a incredibly nerdy guitar trope, but it's also a pretty legitimate um, T-shirt as well. Because I, I wore it today and I, I saw my brother and he went, huh, cool shirt. Uh, and he doesn't <laughs> play guitar. Um, and then I explained the joke to him and he went, huh. So there you go. If you want to... <laughs> Uh, elicit at least two hunts from people a maximum of two should I say not at least two an average. if you want to elicit a, a maximum of two hunts off people get the merch just get the merch show me your shirt huh. there you go there you go <laughs> guaranteed guaranteed disclaimer budget pedal chat will not be responsible for the amount of hunts you get per merch <laughs> Lee where can we find you well I'd like to mention that Pedalboards of Doom also has merch. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> merch off! Merch off! <laughs> um, yeah, you can find us on the group, on Facebook. We've got a page as well where you will find us selling uh, pedals. Um, we're going to be selling your secondhand pedals. We'll be buying secondhand pedals off of you as well. Um, you can also take lessons from uh, myself if you want some information on how to use your board to get the most out of it and help with things like MIDI, Matthew. And <laughs> no. <laughs> I can offer some advice about helping people with MIDI. Stop using it. <laughs> Playing it off. <laughs> Boomer. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, you can find us on uh, YouTube. You can find myself. You can find Budge. You can find Josh um, on YouTube. On, re- on YouTube, oh, we, we should fucking we, we definitely forgot, we forgot to mention that um, our good friend uh, Mikey he has uh, recently had a young child, 
and as a result, he's actually going to be taking a step back from his duties on Pedalboard to Doom, which is a real shame. He's, but great, great that he's had a little baby. Really is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely fantastic player, and it's he will be missed. Yeah, um, but like next stages of life and all. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, and yeah, we've got Instagram, we've got TikTok. Go on social media, type in Pedalboard to Doom, and you'll find us somewhere. Indeed. Matt, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at heel underscore Matt Q. And I have actually downloaded TikTok and tried to not come into the 21st century, but I don't like it, so don't follow me there. Yeah, t- <laughs> TikTok is basically a, a a data harvesting program with videos on it. <laughs> so, so I hear, allegedly. Well, it's all right, because I set my birthday up as the day that I signed up with my account, and it didn't say no. So I was a zero-year-old person with a TikTok account, and it was fine with it. So <laughs> They still let that <laughs> shit happen. Your videos cool. are going to be very interesting. So, yeah. So that will be <laughs> <us> from this. <laughs> didn't I? <laughs> Hello, newborn baby. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Calm down, Ian. Uh, so that will be us for this week from myself Mr Budget Pedal Chap from Lee from Mr Matt Quine say bye Matt bye Matt it will be a tatty bye and good night for this week tomorrow bye 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 What sounds like a sneeze and is made of leather? I don't know. A shoe. A shoe. A shoe. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear.